0: From the heart of Dubai, this is Sports Unhinged with Mohammed Hamiz.
1: And we are on. Hello and welcome to Sports Unhinged. My name is Mohammed Khamis. And whether you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app or if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, we're glad that you can join us on this NFL Episode Coach, welcome back. Thanks, my friend. We have a lot to get through. It's been a very eventful few weeks in the NFL. Yes, we do. I'm so sorry that our other friend could not be with yes, us. Yes, we're supposed to get have Mark soon, Sherman. Sir, we will speak about the uh, the Chicago Bears in very flattering terms today. Just I for hope Mark. we shall. Yeah. <laughs> so how's it going? I had a good week. Yeah, yeah? Have you? All is well. All is yeah, well. Yeah, my Texans Excellent. won
0: another game, another
1: game in a row. You guys are a bit of a dark horse right now. I'm thinking maybe. Maybe, right? Right. Yeah. Well, the game we just saw on Monday Night
0: Football. Have you seen one like that? Never.
1: I think it was the most young. entertaining game I've ever, ever watched. I watched it again last night. Uh, again? A
0: double watch. Wow. Yeah. wow. And I haven't done that in other than when coaching maybe 10, 12 years. Wow. Wow. 54, 51. Third highest scoring game in the I was very NFL. close to predicting it over 50 or over 100 combined.
1: When was the last time two teams went over 50? Never, right? Never, yeah. It I was the think. first
0: time. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I still get frustrated, though, because I hear, I read, yeah. I watch our little WhatsApp group. Where was the defense? There was no defense played. Well, whenever you get a game that has that's very high
1: scoring, people just automatically say that this game was different though there were three defensive touchdowns
0: Two, ga- one guy scored one guy scored <laughs> two, two touchdowns for,
1: for the rams and this was it was a weird kind of game it came together kind of last minute it was supposed to happen in mexico city then the the, the field was logged waterlogged, and they couldn't get it done and they had to kind of put it together obviously the california fires
0: yeah i think there was some po- politics there maybe
1: yeah and, and and they put it together and they
0: they missed out. Mexico City do missed we, out on a great game. Do we ever underestimate the political opportunities of the NFL? Yeah, well, yeah, they always <laughs> make the best they out of it. They do their best. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> um, how about the fourth quarter scoring in that game? Oh, incredible. 12:04, incredible. touchdown Kansas City. 11:07 left, KC defensive touchdown. 9:38, LA touchdown. Wow. 2:47, KC touchdown. One forty nine, LA touchdown. So- 118 interception. So how, in the how, many,
1: how many touchdowns is that? One, two,
0: three, four, five. Wow. In the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. That's almost more than the Bills have scored all year. Yeah, <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. Very close. <laughs> the game had more. Yeah. yeah. Game yeah. had 14. The Bills have scored 13. So
1: I, I think, I mean, I, I didn't watch the game that ended with 106 points. I think it was the Giants and the Redskins yeah, or something like that. that. I didn't see that. The one that's, I think, at the top was in the 60s sometime. I think the game was, could, would have probably been different. But this, I think, this score was very telling about, we talked about this in previous podcasts, about rule changes and how it's favoring that passing game and the quarterbacks not being touched and all of that. But Just the talent of those two quarterbacks. And it was just amazing... Defense, amazing offense. The game had absolutely everything. Patrick Mahomes, although I think needs to get a lot of credit because he turned the ball over five times. And for them to lose only by three points, I think is, is, is an amazing achievement for him.
0: What, did we, what were we sent earlier today? He scored two beyond 20, two in between 20, and two zero to nine. How good of quarterbacking is that? Do you think we saw a little preview a sneak preview of what the Super
1: Bowl is going to be? Um, Kansas City versus the Rams?
0: Maybe. I think we might have seen it two weeks ago. But I'm not sure the Rams can beat New Orleans. That's the thing. Yeah? I think that's why Kansas City is more favored to make the Super Bowl than than L.A. Because they have to go through New Orleans. This is the thing with Kansas City. A lot of people have them going all the way to the
1: Super Bowl. It's... Pretty much, you know, Patrick Mahomes is on fire. He scored 37 touchdowns so far this year. For some reason, I still have that feeling. I'm not 100% sold on Kansas City for two reasons. One is we've seen in the past with Andy Reid, when he got the Eagles to NFC Championship games in consecutive years and ended up losing, he had a 9-0 and start with Kansas City, and then they ended up getting knocked out in the wild card round against the uh, Indianapolis Colts. So that's one reason. It's the history of, you know, Andy Reid teams and how amazing they look during the regular season and how they disappoint in the playoffs. And the second one is because I feel that Patrick Mahomes, he's practically a rookie this year. He doesn't have that playoff experience. It's, It's different. And I think if there's one team that can limit Tyreek Hill, not stop him, just limit him during the game. They can probably beat Kansas City. That'd be New England. Or Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Or Pittsburgh. I think one of those two have <laughs> the potential of, of of causing that upset. Yeah,
0: and so. let's don't forget it's not his full rookie year. Yeah. But if you think back, um, the majority of your one or two year quarterbacks, yeah. Our quarterback went through it in Houston the first three or four games this year. Right. You're due some downtime. You're due some down games. Even your star quarterbacks have them. He hasn't had one yet. We might could say that this past week was, even though they darn near won the game, Mm -hmm. and he had a remarkable game. He still had three turnovers. He did. Yeah, and one of those was a pick six that probably cost him the game. Was that his bad game? Yeah. Because if that is his bad game, my money's on them. If it's not, because he's due a stinker. Yep. So, it was actually three turnovers
1: that were interceptions, and he had two fumbles that he lost. So, it was five. Oh, I forgot about so the fumbles. So, it was five turnovers in yeah. total. So, to, to be able to come back from that. But see, the, I understand people are starting to hate on, on Mahomes a little bit because he's, you know, he's getting a lot of attention in the media and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but every team does not have an Aaron Donald or Cam Irving trying to push through a third string O line. So he's had to do a lot of adjustment, and, and, and he's, he's done an incredible, incredible job. Now, out of those three turnovers that were interceptions, I kind of give him a pass for a couple of them. One of them, he was hit while he was throwing the ball. That's right. Um, the second one was practically a Hail Mary. So, you know, there's not much that, that you could say about that. There was one interception, though, that was just pure laziness. It was a lazy throw. He didn't move his feet. He threw it, you know directly to the, um, to, to the defense. Um, and those are the kind of mistakes that I think will start to come out a bit
0: more during the playoffs. Let's not forget how good his coach makes him look. Yeah. I'm a coach, so... Right. And let's also not forget how much that Hill kid makes him look. Yeah. Tyreek Hill is just incredible. Turning a simple out route three or four weeks ago to a 73-yard touchdown. Yeah. You know, that was that, incredible. That, that's not unforgettable. Yeah. yeah. Now, the do not take anything away from the Rams. They are a very, very good football team. Right. The reason they're just not high enough to go to the Super Bowl or win it based against Kansas City is New Orleans.
1: Is New Orleans, yeah. And I, but I think New Orleans, for them to become the number one, you know, ranked team legitimately, they have a couple of games coming up that I think will be,
0: Quite interesting. So now the question is: is, Bruce, yeah. is Breeze your MVP? For me, I think he is without a Versus question. Mahomes,
1: because it's between Mahomes and, and and Breeze. That's for sure. So the MVP discussion is is between those. All two. All the betting odds, all the analytics, say Mahomes. Everything in me says Breeze. We've never seen a performance by a quarterback like. I mean, I think when you you look at all the pundits and the talking heads and everybody out there. I think their all-time best regular season quarterback performance was Aaron Rodgers in 2011. Right. This is breaking every single record. One from interception. That year. One interception. One. One. That's it. If he ends up if he ends the season with 123 124 passer rating, 75% completion What's he now? Seventy. 8? 76.9 seventy-four 70, eight, seventy-six eight, 76. Nine right 76 now. Seventy-six nine. Rogers had sixty-eight point three in two thousand and eleven. Uh, so he's so beating he's throwing that. more
0: yards, more
1: touchdowns, completion percentages greater. One interception. One interception. If he ends the season with two or three turnovers, I don't think you can. I don't think any
0: quarterback will be able to break those will records. Will they, for they a give long it time. to him if they don't win at all? See if because age. Yeah. I think actually. One of the things he might win is because he's old, or not old, because of his age and because of his longevity being able to do that.
1: And because he's never had he's never gotten the
0: MVP before. Yeah.
1: Um, but at the same time, Mahomes is the exciting pick. See, Mahomes is young. He's going to have a lot of time to win championships and MVPs, and I think he will in his career.
0: I but read another thing earlier today that some of the reasons he might not get votes is because how good Kamara is. Yeah and what's the receiver, Thomas, Mike Thomas, Thomas. Yeah. how good Thomas is playing. But at some point, you have to come back around. His play and decision-making makes them better. Right.
1: No, but I don't think that's actually a a great argument against Breeze because if you look at Tyreek Hill, him and Thomas are very similar. Um, If you look at Kamara, Kareem Hunt and Kamara are, are very similar. But in Kansas, you have other guys that are you've got Kelsey you've got um there was this other wide receiver I'm trying to remember his name it'll come back to me but he's got two or three other pieces in the offense that are helping out Mahomes a bit more now another thing that i think works against mahomes out of the 11 games he's played this season he's scored he's had interceptions in 6 of them so only 5 games have gone without an interception so over half three games had multiple interceptions. And he the had, guy
0: we're picking has... Has only
1: one. one. And it's not, it's not just about... See, you can throw for 10,000 yards and you can throw for 100 touchdowns. Dan Marino. But if you're throwing it to the other team as well and right. they're scoring, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, there needs to be...
0: What was that guy's name for... Da- Tony Romo.
1: Tony Romo. Yeah, same. He, he used to do that all the time, right? Yeah. So, with Breeze, I've never seen precision
0: effectiveness it's just scary. i think the last podcast i was on i mentioned peter king and reading his monday morning quarterback in america he i read him this week he was embedded with new orleans right for the whole week wow and talking about how they go through their process i've never seen anything like that and i think that's why breeze has become so efficient yeah um, because he is a part of it, I think that's why Kamara has been. I wouldn't call it a breakout season, but mm-hmm. a comfortable season. But they run the rock too, right? They don't just throw it around the lot like Kansas City.
1: Kansas City is second in the NFL for screenplays, so they've had the most, second most screenplays in the NFL. Wow. So that's another statistic that actually people should think about when they're the
0: silly one. I read today as I was doing research for this wonderful podcast. Yeah, they have. The most uh, alignments of receivers outside the numbers by triple. Wow. So, uh, talking about how Andy Reid likes to spread the field, and you hear that as an anecdote, well, they're spreading the field. Yeah. They're triple more of receivers with her foot outside the numbers, which is six to eight yards mm-hmm. outside the hash. Yeah. Which is so much different. And then put that Tariq Hill's speed. And then you let him clear out, and you run a screen in behind him. And they also have the least um, weighted. So their their offensive line in Kansas City has right. the least amount of weight. So they're obviously the most fast or yeah. most quick. They're going to get out on the edge. That's an easy sell. Yeah,
1: Actually, when you look at the most pressured QBs, there was a statistic that came out on ESPN. So Drew Brees is the second least pressured QB in the NFL, while – Patrick Mahomes I think is number 7 6 or 7 most. On, the, on that list most right. pressured because of that of that O line. Now th- the question is so Drew Brees is thrown for 25 touchdowns one interception right now. One. Patrick Mahomes is thrown for 37. Yeah. He could very well break Peyton Manning's 55 Touchdown record.
0: And then if he gets 57 and gets free catch up for a year?
1: Free catch up for a year, right? right? He, that was an like interesting, that? yeah. <laughs> he puts catch up on everything. So the question is if Patrick Mahomes gets 57, 60 touchdowns, he but Drew Brees ends the season with only one interception, maybe two,
0: and they keep winning from here on in, what? I still – I just don't think you can sacrifice 50 – well, it depends on how many interceptions he throws against it. See, that's the thing. If they lose again in the first round. I have a fair solution. You give the
1: MVP to Drew Brees, he deserves it. He's never had it before. Offensive, offensive player of the year goes to Patrick I Mahomes. I think,
0: again, I say his age and his longevity will give him a vote for most voters over the youngness, yeah. no matter how many touchdowns, no matter how far. Because yeah. I think, for the most part, if you look quarterback rating – One seventeen and change, one eighteen and change. Yeah, it's so close. Right. If Bruce, if Brees doesn't throw another interception, and they keep winning, here's a question. Yeah. Who do you give it to? That's not a quarterback.
1: Who do I give it to? That's not a quarterback. That's interesting. Are those
0: two? I haven't really thought about that. That's interesting. Yeah. As as our friend who's not here, he might say that Mac guy. Khalil Mack, yeah. Because he is a definite presence in every game he plays. He made an impact immediately. And
1: I, and I love it, that the, the two weeks that he sat out the because he was he injured. he didn't play
0: yet. was just as big of him being an MVP.
1: And we promise we won't talk about Gruden, but I'll just mention him in passing right now. Everybody was talking about how Gruden was a genius for letting him go because look at him, he's injured again. It was only two games, he came back, he looks better than ever before.
0: On a force. We'll talk about cousins and the Vikings and Mac and Hakeem Nicks yeah. in a minute, but yeah. I might tend to to roll to Gurley.
1: Yeah, Gurley's has been lights out. This, uh, this I think, and that's that's one of the things that I feel both teams, the Rams and the Chiefs, didn't do in the home stretch of the uh, of the fourth quarter. They didn't run the ball enough. They were just they my were God. They the,
0: didn't have to. Yeah, yeah five <laughs> everybody,
1: everybody was slinging it, right? Yeah. But I think the Chiefs kind of blew it because it, they had Kareem Hunt there that could have, you know, gotten them some, some yardage. I think there was a, the play so calling there, was so daring. There they were, were just three three-and-outs in yeah.
0: the middle of those touchdowns between 9.38 and 2.47. Three three-and-outs. There were three wow. three-and-outs in a row, wow. one, one, one from each team, that they threw the ball all nine times. Wow. Yeah. Right? So not trying to – I mean, if you get a – even in this game where you get a seven-point lead, yeah. run one play to run some clock. Right. Right? Even if it's – what's the play clock? 40 seconds now? Even if it's 32 seconds, one play. One play. You just run it, get some yards. Two plays. Yeah. In, in those of those nine, if you run two of those and two of them are runs and Kansas City doesn't turn it over, mm-hmm. they win the game. Right. Now, they don't win it scoring over 100 points together. Yeah. But yeah. they still win the game. Yeah. Now, that
1: I'll say that loss does not hurt Kansas City. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. But the thing is with the AFC, there's, I feel there are a lot more candidates for the Super Bowl or for the NFC Championship games than there are in the NFC. The NFC right now, it looks like it's the Rams versus the Saints. Um, in, in the AFC, you've got the Patriots, you've got the Steelers, you've got the Chiefs, you've even got the Texans who might – cause a couple of you know sneak. surprise over like a couple of surprises over there in the playoffs. So I'm still not 100%. I think Kansas looks great. I think Mahomes is definitely a fantastic quarterback. I wouldn't give him the MVP and I'm not predicting that they will reach the uh, the Super Bowl. Either.
0: I'm not either. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't, I'll I'll give it to Breeze. I think they'll make it to the Super Bowl. I think they'll win. And that's where my money is.
1: On 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 Breeze. Yeah. Well, we're going to see what kind of uh, team the Saints are in the, in the upcoming, you know, because they play Dallas, I think. They play Dallas next. They play the Falcons once. They play the Carolinas so twice. Dallas has
0: Washington tomorrow.
1: Yeah. And then they get
0: New Orleans, yeah, in 10 days. They get New Orleans, yeah. I'm just trying to see. If, Dallin, if Dallas wins Washington, they're on a little bit of a roll. Yeah. And your prediction... Closer. Oh, wait, we got to talk about the NFC East on this page. Yeah, we, we'll get that to the end. We'll probably close the show with yeah. that one because that's <laughs> We almost had a special guest for that NFC East. Oh, did we? Yeah, but that special guest declined. declined. I did not tell that special guest they could not be here. <laughs> well, the special guest just declined. They can always change their minds and oh, join maybe. us, we'll right? See. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. We'll
1: see. Um, all right, so let's move on to the NFC North. So we saw a very interesting division rivalry game between. The Chicago Bears and the Minnesota Vikings. It ended
0: 2520. Um blatant, Kurt cousins. blatant overthrow by cousins. It, almost as bad as your guys. Blatant. Almost as bad as Cam's and then I guess the well, Yeah, we We'll talk about yeah. it. almost. That's a lot of money for guaranteed.
1: Eighty four million when I they don't... had Case Keenum. I mean, they had someone that's almost a clone NFC, of Kirk Cousins. NFC
0: right? championship game with that guy. Two-thirds the price?
1: Two-thirds the price, yeah, yeah that's right. 60% of the price? So he price? had 262 yards, he had 148 rushing, and two interceptions that just didn't make any sense. That pick six in the... Did he Did he cost them a playoff spot? Is it, is it over for the Minnesota Vikings? It's,
0: it's close. Now, the good news is they get three of their next five in the NFC North. Yeah. And only have to play Chicago one time. Right. So they get Detroit. They get um, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Green Bay's hurting a bit. I actually think they're going to circle the wagons. Really? <coughs> I do. I'm, I'm I'm
1: waiting for it to become official so I can gloat on my prediction that Green Bay is not going to get anywhere
0: n- near a playoff spot. All right, I, I won't <laughs> disagree, but I'm I have an expectation. Yeah. Um, some of some of cousins. Let's let's give Mack and that Knicks guy some credit from yeah. Chicago. Hakeem Knicks, yeah. And let's give their defensive coordinator some credit. He did an unbelievable job of jamming the outsides. Yeah. And he did a really good job of spying the running back so that he can't hurt or at least um, off block uh, outside the guards. Because mm-hmm. when you off block outside the guards, you limit your outsides coming in. Yeah. That Mack guy, man, he can play football. And- and that game was
1: more of a beatdown than the score suggests because there were two touchdowns that Kirk Cousins scored in garbage time. I think there was five minutes left to the game, and it was 22-6 to six yeah, to Chicago. Yeah, I think that's right. So it, 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 Chicago then, you know, started playing prevent defense. And or no defense. Or no defense. And just, you know, they're trying to run down the clock and all of that. And everybody's like, oh, see how Kirk Cousins started torching the Chicago defense right there at the end? They knew they won the game. They were just trying to kind of waste the time, and they conceded two, two touchdowns, but that's okay. But I think that those guys are for real. I all of their losses, Chicago, all of their losses have been by one possession. Their losses combined have been, uh, are by 11 points combined. So are we ready to predict the Chicago Bears? The, NFC North. The Patriots game was literally a yard short. It was one yard oh, short with that, with that kind Good of Hail Mary that, that. that Trubisky threw. So the only thing that pe- people are saying, oh, the Chicago Bears lost against the Dolphins. The Saints lost against the Buccaneers and the Vikings lost against the Bills. <coughs> so these things happen. But overall, in terms of consistency, the Bears have destroyed every team that they've beaten throughout the season. And it was just pure dominance.
0: I think they're legit. The ELO 538 has the Bears at 71% to win the division. Yep. 87% to make the playoffs. I'm pretty sure they're going to beat Detroit, the Giants, San Francisco. Yep. I think that gives them enough wins to clinch. Right. Uh, The North, because I think that even if Green Bay circles the wagons and, and strives and makes their way to the... Um, Wild card. Detroit is heckle and jide. Jekyll and Hyde. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, Minnesota, I still think they're struggling coaching the quarterback. Yep. Where Alex Smith was very conservative and they knew how to coach him and they knew the particular plays to call. Right. I think they're struggling with Cousins. I think Cousins is very much struggling with that.
1: You you mean Case Keenum?
0: I mean Keenum, sorry. Keenum, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Keenum. Um, and I think Cousins is struggling in that role because I think he's a slinging around guy. Right. And he's struggling when you check down and call the screen when it's third and seventeen. He wants to bang it. Yeah. Um, what did he say? On what did I say? This game was flexed during prime time, not because of them, because yeah. of us. Yeah. Come on, mate. Yeah. That that game was flexed because of that Mac guy. Right. That's yeah. that's for, the main attraction no there. Right. So I think I do think the Bears, hello Mark. I <laughs> think the Bears yeah. will win the North. They're, I think they have a chance to win 4 of the next was it 6? Six? 6, yeah. Not just six 3 yeah. cuz they'll beat Detroit. I think they'll beat the Giants. They'll beat San Fran. I think think they'll win one of those. Mm-hmm. And then I'll think they'll kick it off in the last game. And, and you know they're the only
1: team right now that are in the top 5 offense and defense in the NFL. Top five Have office. you
0: seen the stats on their defense? Yes, actually. Holy uh, cow.
1: Our buddy Mark sent it, and we'll probably put it up on the graphic here. Please Num- do. Number one in the NFL with plus 13 turnover margin. Number one with 27 total takeaways, 18 interception, 97 points off takeaways
0: from the defense. I remember when they hired Nagy. Yeah. Some of the messages, what are we doing? Why this guy? Why wow. are we doing this? But I think they made the the ownership made a good decision because he was connected as a young guy. He can connect with the young guys. Yeah, but he was connected enough. And if you go look at his coordinators and his and his um, position coaches, mm-hmm. they have the ability to coach the rock. Yeah. not not just connect with players because he has the ability to do that. But man, that that defensive coordinator. He hasn't called a bad game in about seven games. Or a bad play.
1: (laughs) You know, it's it's been consistent throughout. They're the best team in the NFL against the pass.
0: They've allowed the fewest rushing plays. So it's it's just all around, all around. I meant to look it up on how many plays they had given over thirteen yards in the last six games. Because I I looked up their defensive stats in the last sixteen games, and it's the best in the NFL in, in a – sorry, not 16, in six. Yeah. It's the best in the NFL in six games since the 85 Bears. Wow. Wow. Right? That's incredible. And I meant to look how many – because they, they had given, like, only nine plays in an eight-game stretch over 16 yards. Mm-hmm. I meant to look it up, but I didn't. I'd like to see that.
1: It's, it's I mean, it's incredible. I mean, those stats that are coming up is just unbelievable. So they're – in every single category, they're number one in most of them. Two, three, and four in a
0: couple. And I say it's Look, just, uh, being a numbers guy, you can make numbers kind of say what you want. Yeah, but you're when you're in number one and all the numbers. Sometimes the numbers, the numbers say, numbers, yeah, yeah, and and they've been effective on
1: offense as well. Let's give Mitch Trubisky some credit here and for, for his uh, receiving core core as well. Very consistent. They are the they have the lowest percentage of dropped passes in the NFL. Very as well. consistent. Them and the Rams. So yeah. it's good company to be in right? on the yeah. on the offensive side. I was so. looking
0: up there um, the in Peter King's thing where they grade the offensive linemen. Yeah, their front five have the best grades of the year. Yeah, as an, as a competing front five of either not getting beat or blocking their guy out of a hole on a run play or getting out on a screen. In a certain amount of time. Here's an interesting stat that I want to look up. How many of those guys are
1: pro bowlers? Or how many are going to be pro bowlers for the first time?
0: On the Bears? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I have to if think. If we had Mark here, he would uh, he would just, you know. I'll, if I can't think of their names, they've yeah. got to be pretty high yeah. on the first time. Right. Right. Maybe the center. Maybe. Seems like I remember. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. My goodness, you embarrass me. So, if there are no pro bowlers in
1: in in that front five, front seven,
0: and first year offensive line coach, yeah, oh, that's good all stuff. the awards are going. Sorry, there. I keep coming back to the coach yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, of course. I mean, that's the uh, that's the thing that's behind all of this. It's all been good coaching. Sean McVay with the Rams, Nagy with the with the Chicago Bears. And speaking of coaching, like we can start talking about my Panthers. It was one of the most frustrating games I've ever watched. Uh, 20-19, to we scored a touchdown. There was no time left on the clock, a few seconds. Could have taken that extra point, tied the game, gone to overtime. Ron Rivera lives up to his nickname, Riverboat Ron, decides to go for the two. It didn't work out. And I was frustrated. I was pretty upset for for a while. Slept on it woke up the next morning, and I was thinking, had that two-point conversion, and it was an overthrow by Cam, it was his fault, the whole scheming, the coaching, everything was, was, was right. Had that worked, we would have all been lauding Ron Rivera for being brave, for not, you know, for not being a coward, for playing to win instead of playing not to lose and all of that kind of stuff. And considering the fact that we got punked by the Pittsburgh Steelers the week before on Thursday Night Football... I felt that, that had that worked out, it would have given us, you know, it, that would have been the moment that would have galvanized, you know, the whole team to, to do well.
0: Let's step out of it for a second.
1: So I'm as, not as mad anymore. Let's, step out, the out, let's
0: step out except yeah. for a second, not as a fan. Yeah. Let's step out. Let's step in for a second for a scheme mm-hmm. and coaching and decision. Right. The play was perfect. The play was perfect. Yeah.
1: The execution. The, the person
0: great. was open. Right. The 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 plays on the goal line two three weeks ago. I I saw an article, not an article, I saw some of the plays in film on the NFL Network. Yeah, where they were leading up because they had two point conversions in. I think it was three weeks ago and five weeks ago. Yeah, that were very similar, but offshoots of that, where the guy released or he cleared in or the linebacker got cut up inside. It was the exact same play, but they ran an, an a curl. Yeah, he could not. I could throw it from me to you, yeah, with a water balloon, and you would catch the water balloon, right? So don't fault the coaching, right? Don't fault the play call, don't fault in the moment. Yeah, he's probably seen that play. Go back to Philadelphia when they won the Super Bowl, right? Right, the Philly special, the Philly special, which they've run all year against sure. that particular defense, yeah. against that particular lineup, and they never called it. And same as the, your your guys play in that game. Yeah. We haven't seen it. We've only seen the alignment once, from what I understand. Everything went according to how it was. That guy's looking you in the face. Give You've me the ball. you got the top five quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. That's not on the coach. It's and, not on the and, coach. And I'm not knocking Cam, because Cam's the reason they were in that position. Yep. On that drive in those last two minutes anyway, or two, two and a half minutes anyway. Yeah. But I think he missed the guy. It, it says a lot, though,
1: because the fact that Ron Rivera went for the two-point conversion t- tells me one, like a couple of things. First of all, he does not trust the defense,
0: like he used to. How bad of a kicker did you have that game? Graham Gano.
1: Yeah, I mean, huh? I've always he missed liked an Graham extra Gonneau. point. Yeah, he missed an extra a point. A short field goal. Yeah, yeah. Clanked one. Right. So and did, he's had a couple of bad games this year, you know. So he didn't trust the defense. Those days where. Carolina's defense was branded as an elite defense. Those days are gone. They used to have the best front seven in the NFL a few years ago. Luke Kuechly, I've seen him. He's my favorite player. I'm wearing his jersey. I've seen him miss more tackles this year than I've seen since I started watching the Panthers 10 years ago. So Cam, on the other hand, is playing the best season he's ever played in terms of percentage completion. Agreed. That game he'd thrown for 357 yards, three touchdowns. High completion. High completion rate. He was doing his part. McCaffrey didn't have a great game. They, they managed to block the, the rushing game. But the rookie, DJ Moore, 157 yards, one touchdown. Our offense was, you know, moving the chain. So, so
0: are you going to put it in the hands of the guy who's having the hot game? Yeah. High completion percentage, no turnovers. Are you going to put it in the hands who's missed one, Right. clanked one, and wide-righted one? Who? Your money's on the line, and it wasn't like it was a it was a hail mary or a long long pass
1: because the Panthers are one of the worst teams at third and long in the NFL. They're like I think the fourth
0: worst team in the NFL.
1: It was a two point conversion. Hey, do you know, do you to know win who? The game? Um,
0: this reminds me of a saying. You know who Jerry Glanville is? Have you heard of him? No. Jerry Glanville used to coach the Houston Oilers and the Atlanta Falcons way back when. There's an NFL Films of him talking about his kicker missing at the end of the, the, end of the game. Mm-hmm. And the referee turned to him and said, man, that's a tough one. He yeah. said, bud, this is the NFL, which stands for not for long if you rely on your kickers. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um, well, I I don't discount your Panthers.
1: I don't either. I think we're I, six and
0: four. I, I think if they did not have to pay, play New Orleans yeah. in two out of their last three, I would clock them into the wild card. I still I still think they're they're gonna be in because look
1: we're playing Seattle. Flip. Flip and Seattle's one of the teams that's also contending at for the wild card. Why? We're at home. Okay, maybe. Then we're at fly across the country. Okay. Yeah. Then we're at Tampa. Win. At Cleveland. Win. <laughs> Win for sure. Um <laughs> I'm gonna say for sure <laughs> because if we can't Cleveland won this week, by I the way. know, but if we can't beat the Cleveland Browns, we don't deserve to be in the uh, in the in the playoffs. Then we're at home to New Orleans, and that game is going to be very telling. Because if
0: we manage to figure them out and beat them, then I think... So I've got them beating Tampa, Cleveland, and Atlanta. Atlanta. And splitting New Orleans, and I think that gets them in. If we can win four games, one, two, three, four,
1: out of the next... So we finish the season 11 and 5... I think that would be...
0: I think that's enough. Yeah, I think that would be enough. But if you don't split, then you got 10. Yeah. I'm scared to death of Green Bay. I'm not. I'm not remotely worried about Green Bay. They get Detroit, the Jets, and Arizona. Yeah. Oh. They get Detroit. Let me remind you. The Jets and Arizona.
1: Okay. And then after that?
0: Um, Then they go in the north. They go in the north. Right? Yeah. I think they'll beat Minnesota. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then it's a toss up because they get, they get maybe the Chicago who's already clinched.
1: So they might not play the, oh. the whole
0: team. Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. We'll wait and see. I'm going really to hold on to prediction. I don't really want to talk
0: about Minnesota because Minnesota
1: yeah. has a chance to. Minnesota does. So right now, I think <coughs> the teams that are in, in the wild card contention we've got the Dallas Cowboys. We'll talk about them in a bit. Oh. We've got Minnesota Vikings. Carolina's in there, yeah. and Seattle. So those are the four teams that Detroit. could possibly. Detroit. Detroit, four and six. Detroit. I don't think
0: they can come. No,
1: I don't think they have the consistency to come back. Look at the teams they've
0: beat this year. When they strap it up and yeah. they they scheme their best. Look at the teams they've beat. They shouldn't have beaten us. I'm a bit. Uh, it's still I sour know. grapes for me right New now. England. But, yeah. <laughs> so look at the when they when he schemes them right. Maybe not this year.
1: But, yeah, I think they're, they're probably...
0: Look, I, I think the Panthers are in. I'm going to go on a wild card and say that I think Green Bay's in. I think Seattle might do it. I think Russell Wilson is one
1: of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. What, has, what he's been able to do with the team that he has, with all the struggles that they've had with the internal politics,
0: he is consistent. You're probably right because they're going to get Arizona once yeah. and they're going to get San Francisco once. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah.
1: So I, I have probably us and, and Seattle going in.
0: All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's wrap it up with the NFC East. <laughs> Who nobody cares about. I don't know why everybody's branding me the Cowboys fan this you're year. A, when I just you're made, a homer. I made a prediction. That, that other person who's not in the league is a homer too, so it's <laughs> all right. So I made a prediction that the Cowboys were going to win
1: their division. And you know they're point, going to. At some point during the, se- right now during the season, I looked like I was the stupidest guy in the world, and I held on. I didn't back out of my prediction. I decided to stick right by the Cowboys. Now look what happens. So you've got the Redskins losing their quarterback, Alex Smith. That injury was one of the worst. Oh. You don't want to see that on your worst enemy. That, that was one of the worst injuries of, of I still haven't seen it properly because don't I've only it. seen I've seen other people's reactions to it, and I, I just don't want to see don't it. Don't watch it. It was both the tibia and the fibula that were, that were broken. It's, 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 so just, bad. It's, it's just horrible. Four of their five ot- offensive linemen in the last three weeks. That whole roster is, is on the injury list right now. So Washington, although they're – what's their record right now? They're 6-4. and four, They're top of the division. I think that's the beginning of the landslide for them.
0: I, they may not win another game if you look Probably. at their schedule. No, that's not true. They'll beat the Giants. Let's see. I've and got they may beat the defending Super Bowl champions. They're at Dallas,
1: at Philly, then they're at home to the Giants. Then they play Jacksonville, Tennessee, and then they finish the season against Philadelphia. It's,
0: it's yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think Philly's going to roll over. Yeah, but I'm I, as you said. Let's talk about the NFC East to end. I didn't really want to because I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> um, nobody cares. But I think if you look, Dallas has three wins, which gets them eight wins. Which all they then have to do is win one more to get to nine. Yeah, they're in.
1: I think nine and seven gets them in.
0: Yeah, I, I guarantee it. Um, I don't think Washington has that many games. Right. I don't think they can win three more.
1: So I really don't.
0: This episode will come out after
1: the Washington Dallas game has been played. So it's Thursday night football tomorrow, we'll probably have the episode up. So what do you think is going to happen? Oh, Dallas in that will game? win. Dallas will win. We're going
0: away, and I hate it. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is just carrying that team on his back. I give think. the offensive line – I'm sorry, the offensive coordinator some credit Yeah, because he was under fire, fired Linehan, he's yeah. out, fired Garrett, he's out, and they recognized, yeah. what the hell are we doing? Mm-hmm. When did we stop running the football? And they went back to what they did and best. And they went back to what they did best. And what did he do two weeks ago with running just the football in right. the screens? Yeah, 126. Rushing, seventy-eight passing or receiving. He's second in the NFL right now, behind the Gurley. Bang it! Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I see them winning as much as I really super hate to talk about it. Week thirteen, there's an interesting one when they're
1: at home playing against New Orleans. That would be that wouldn't have been an interesting game a few weeks ago. Now it's the one I want to watch.
0: It could be the qualifier for Dallas. It could be the qualifier, yeah, and it could be the who cares for New Orleans, yeah yeah Now I don't think they will get to the Who cares for New Orleans. Um, Philly, they're not going to beat the Rams they're not going to they get Washington twice, I think so, so they're, they're going to d- split with them.
1: The only two games that they have left that are not division games are against the Rams
0: in Houston They're not going to be Houston they're not going to beat Houston they're probably not going to beat the Rams. Let's say they split Washington. They're probably not going to beat Dallas, so basically we're saying they're not making the playoffs. I don't think they will. Wow, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Mr. Commissioner. he's. he's Um, And then we can just chalk up the Giants to a dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can do that now already. You know, that's it. You know, so I think you're right. Yeah. So the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the NFC East and the coach is not going to get fired.
1: People were having a go at him for on their bye week. He went to the World Series game. And everybody was like, just fire him already. He they, should be he, at home working. he lost, he
0: might have. <laughs> yeah,
1: he might have. But they've turned it around. And it's, this is this is the beauty of the NFL. It's so unpredictable. The Redskins looked like they were going to just win that division easy. They were just going to, you know, clean up that division, go to the playoffs, and then we'll see what Alex Smith can do. Maybe not be able to throw the deep ball again and, and, and lose the game. Uh He's gone now, injuries, other circumstances come in. Now all of a sudden, the Dallas Cowboys are the favorites. What does Vegas say?
0: Vegas says Jay Gruden's going to be the offensive coordinator in Oakland next year. Wow. To join his brother. Yeah. So Dallas is um, 70, sorry, 68% to win the division, 78% to make the playoffs. Wow. Who would have thought it? What were the odds like two weeks three, ago? <laughs> two weeks ago, or were we? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago? I said it myself right yeah. here, and you stuck by it. Right. This guy went full-on Homer Philly. Yeah, I really thought Washington was in it because I thought yeah. their quarterback play, and he was yeah. playing very consistent. He was playing very well. He was yeah. not turning the ball over. Um, I thought that, that Gruden had found, finally found a quarterback that he had understood his play calling, mm-hmm. Cousins. And we're seeing that with Cousins and the Vikings always wants to play outside yeah. the box, extended. This guy doesn't. So the three quarterbacks that were always comparable
1: to each other: were Alex Smith, Kirk Cousins, Case Keenum. Yeah. And right now, Kirk Cousins, who's getting paid the most, is playing the worst. He's imploding his team. Keenum had a great game. They just beat the uh,
0: the L.A. Chargers yeah. last week, which was he had a very good game. So, I mean, it's, he's the most. I think of the three, he's the most manageable quarterback. Yeah where he comes into a game plan and he will play to your game plan and not beat you. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think he'll go out and win it. I really don't. Right. Where I think that cousins will beat you Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes he will not play to your game plan. And I think the poor guy that got hurt, I I think he's right in the middle. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to stretch with him, which I think Jay Gruden has been needing. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Not if he hadn't gotten hurt, but I think that if their offensive line hadn't gotten hurt in those last two or three games, Mm -hmm. I don't think he'd be hurt. Yeah. And I think they would be at least seven games because they would have beat Houston. Right. They were an offensive pass interference. Yeah. Or a defensive pass interference from winning against Houston. Yeah. And it probably should have been. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, uh, I – it goes against every yeah. fiber <laughs> of my being to allow someone else in this room to be right. Yeah. That's not you. I'll let the Cowboys win. Yeah, I do. I think they'll win. They'll I, win. win. Common yeah. sense tells you, man. All right, before we wrap it up,
1: and I'll ask you this question in every, epi- in every podcast you appear in from now until the Super Bowl. We'll see how... So how I'm going to get invited back. Oh, for sure. We'll see how, how this, the answer to this question will change. Who do you have for the... NFC, AFC championship games right now. Top
0: four on a hunch. Oh my goodness gracious! I've got to go. New England, Pittsburgh. Wow. Um, okay.
1: So you have the Chiefs not even getting to the championship game.
0: I think that they'll probably meet Pittsburgh, and I think that they have the ability to scheme. Mm-hmm. And I think if they meet New England, lightning will not strike twice. Yeah. Um, they did. Man. They did give up forty three points to New oh, England. No, I agree. Right. So yeah. Um, NFC, my goodness, I, I've got to pick, you know, common sense says Rams. Rams and Saints, um, right? Saints. Um, I think that New Orleans has the better coaching mantra. Yeah. I think they coach their players better in the better schemes, in the right places at the right times. Um, I would not – Man, this scares me. I would not sit on Chicago mm-hmm. because I think those front four and front six, because we cannot – do not discount their two inside linebackers yeah. to play their scheme correctly. Yeah. Because when when they crash Mack and Hicks from the outside, those backers cover just in case yeah. so well that I wouldn't sleep on Chicago. Mark, I'm not saying that as a homer. I wouldn't right. sleep on them.
1: I'm going to say this before we wrap it up, and I'm not going to give you a chance to respond, but I will say Carolina oh my God. during the regular Homer. season. During the regular season. I'm not going to even wait to the playoffs. In the next coming games, we're going to play against Atlanta. We're going to play against New Orleans twice. They will change your mind before the playoffs start. I'll come back. You'll come back. All right. Excellent. Thanks. So we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for watching this episode. Don't forget to subscribe on our Facebook and YouTube YouTube channels. And also listen to us on the SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher apps. This has been Sports Unhinged. My name is Hamad Khamis. Thanks for watching. Until next time. Take Bye, care. guys. Thanks.